Hey, it's Bob Stoffer. I just wanted to let you know that you can listen to Oilers Now ad-free on Amazon Music, included with Prime. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at marines.com. Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer. Weekdays at noon on Oilers Radio, 630 Chad. We return to Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer. Brought to you by Digitex. Office supplies at huge savings? Yeah, Digitex does that. D I G I T E X dot C A on Oilers Radio, 630 Chad. It's uh, 12.34 in Edmonton. Just before we get to uh, Brian Lawton, what do you got for me here, Brendan Escott? Uh, Late breaking news that is not going to appease people around here. University of Alberta, this is according to our uh, Dave Campbell out of the sports department here at Chad. University of Alberta have suspended men's and women's hockey, basketball and volleyball for the upcoming season. Uh, This is different from what they had originally planned, which was to start things in January. U of A saying it is financial reasons that they had to go with a full cancellation instead of just a postponement. Financial reasons. So, okay. So, foot, the fall sports got canceled last week. We had Ian Reid on the show. They said the hope was that the winter sports teams would be able to start up January 1st. Now they're saying financial reasons. Um, there is very little support uh, from other parts of the university for the athletics program. It's been that way for a number of years. Let's establish that right now. Um, the political will of many of the professors on campus is not conducive uh, to supporting things like amateur sport. And then you, what do you think happened for all our listeners? Because our listeners are pretty smart. What do you think happened to the U of A's corporate uh, donations after they awarded a uh, honorary degree to David Suzuki? Do you think the university got a little bit of a pushback from the private sector who for a number of years assisted in uh, propping up the coffers of the university? Do you think maybe suddenly some people said, wait a sec here, you're, you're thumbing your nose back at us by doing this? This was quite predictable and, uh, well, pretty, uh, pretty disappointing when you have one of the two best hockey programs in Canada. Uh, men's basketball was a top two team all last year in the Canada West. Men's volleyball at one point went to eight straight national championships. Women's volleyball won five straight national championships. There's only one athletics program in Canada that has won a national title in the uh, following 10 sports. Uh, we'll go. We'll make it a, an even 11. Men's football, hockey, 
basketball, soccer for both men's and women's. Um, you know, they're, they're, they're the only program that's won all those championships in Canada. And uh, this is their course of action, and I'm not surprised. It's the first thing that goes in this situation. You're going to see a, uh, I mean, you have sociology profs and economics profs lambasting private sector every day from the university, private sector that's down 25% when the public sector's down 5%, and many of those profs are protected by one of the strongest unions in Canada, and unions are important, don't get me wrong, but uh, there's been some divis uh, divisiveness, and now we're in a situation where uh, student-athletes at the school are paying for it, and as a former SID, it's uh, incredibly, uh, sports information director for the U of A, it's incredibly disappointing, but totally predictable. All right, uh, let's bring aboard Brian Lawton. Brian, sorry you had to hear my rant there, but you know, sometimes you care. Yeah, and uh, yeah, well, I, it's just typical of how they do things. They, they brought in a new president. Uh, they backed out of a, an agreed-upon deal with a major entity that maybe might be connected to the show a number of years ago, went back on their word. Um, it's uh, it's very interesting time on college campuses across uh, North America right now. And I do think that in certain situations, like, look, in the Deep South, Brian, where there's college football is supreme in places like Georgia and Alabama, they're going to support those programs. But in other places where they don't have that kind of support, those programs might be, frankly, targeted a bit by people that don't have a lot of passion and love for sport. Maybe they're more into the arts. You know what I mean? I know exactly what you mean. And it's kind of a shame. <clears throat> Sports aren't the most important thing in the world, but they are important. When you look at what they, I had a similar instance with where I went to high school, Mount St. Charles. They had two kids picked first overall in the National Hockey League draft, Brian Berard and myself. I never wanted to have anything to do with hockey. Eventually ran into financial troubles. I had a call with them last week. They want to make hockey the focus of their school now. It's important. It matters for people. It's why the community plugs in in a lot of ways. I'm not saying academics doesn't matter. But it's the full package, and it's really a shame to hear what's going on there. I yeah, have to be well, honest with you, I yeah. don't like it. And I wonder. Part of me wonders whether or not they're, you know, they know that they're, they're. Like, a lot of what's had to happen for the coaches of the respective programs is they've had to bring in money themselves outside of the school, and the schools got reliant upon that kind of support to help pay for things. Uh, the other thing is the students pay a, a fee in service if they're actually in class, but it looks like they're going to be online for the first half of the year. This seems a tad premature, and I think, and I'm just thinking my way through it. I think they're trying. I know when they cut the football program uh, and brought Tom Wilkinson in, who is a Hall of Fame quarterback out of the, out of the Edmonton Eskimos organization, they did so because they thought they could get the football community to rally, and. I, I just wonder with, you know, how many times you go to the whip and, and ask your, your former student athletes to, to support the program when the university itself doesn't have the same political will to support the programs. And I, I really do think that's part of They'll deny that. They'll say that's not the case. But I, I worked there for eight years. I know exactly what goes on. So, and you'll never, re, you'll never be in a more politically correct environment than when you're there. Like there's, there's stuff that logically speaking doesn't make sense that gets done. 
and uh, they can justify anything. So, uh, anyhow, uh, speaking of, we just had Mike Harrington on from Buffalo, uh, Brian, oh. and uh, <laughs> you're already laughing. Uh, the, uh, why they fired everybody all at once, I don't know. Like, their information is going to be out all over the place as a result of that in terms of their intel for coming up for the draft, coming up for uh, free agency, the true valuation on all their players and their respective organizations. Um, you, everybody, you know, is a rookie GM once. You came in to be a general manager after being a significant agent for a number of years in uh, in uh, Tampa Bay. What are your thoughts on Kevin Adams getting that opportunity and Jason Botterill being fired three years after Tim Murray was fired after his three years? Well, uh, first in terms of Jason, you know, obviously I was shocked because of what Kim Pagula had said. Uh, I certainly took notice when she said they were going to continue on with him. And quite frankly, I thought that this year, you know, things weren't going the way Jason would have wanted. But, it, you know, it was only three years in. Um, things got away from them uh, at the end of the day. It wasn't impossible that he could be let go. But it seemed impossible that ownership would come out and say, we're going to stick with him and then let him go three weeks later. That's what didn't make any sense to me. That's what surprised me. I understand what Terry and Kim Pagula said. They said, look, you know, we did a deep dive into the hockey ops and we decided we don't have as much common ground as we thought. Well, guess what? I run businesses, too, not as well as the Pagulas, just for clarity. But those are things you generally do before you come out and say something. You make your mind up after you go through that process. They certainly had a lot of time. That was the thing that really shook me as odd. Any owner can fire any person they want. That's certainly their right. But the way it happened, the process they went through, it seemed like it was backwards. Yeah, it's, uh, you know, and that said, Brian, you know, the Oilers, a lot of people have suggested that the Oilers have mirrored Buffalo over the last several years. Um, Edmonton hired an experienced general manager in Ken Holland. And not all the fans were on board with it early until he was able to flip Milan Lucic. And then a lot of the mindset changed here in our market. Uh, and he hired an experienced head coach, Dave Tippett. The coaches will never take credit for what's occurred here, but that experience played a factor in transitioning this team. And by rights, this team should have had a bye. I mean, they were first or second all season in the Pacific Division. Instead, they're playing in the round of 24. But those that experience helped change things around for the Oilers organization. And I just... You know, they basically, you know, they've gone Tim Murray, Jason Botterill, and now Kevin Adams. And, and you just wonder whether or not they would have taken some more time and maybe looked out and searched out a more experienced route as a GM. Yeah, you, you certainly would have thought that. I mean, you know, to be fair to the Pagulas, their statement was, look, we've asked people before and they haven't steered us correctly. And that goes out in the hockey world all the time. (laughs) You still have to do your due diligence. You still want to reserve the right as an owner or a senior executive in an organization to make up your own mind. Of course, you're going to ask people what they think, Bob. But at the end of the day, when you do something, the buck stops with you. When I was running Tampa Bay, the buck stopped with me. Of course, I asked everybody their opinion. But somebody has to be responsible and... uh, 
I don't know if I buy into that. We asked everybody, and they didn't give us good recommendations because it didn't work out. There's more to it than that. It's just a little bit shallow for me. That's all. Yeah. Uh, for those of you that are texting the show right now on the Ashley Fine Floors text line, we'll get back into the conversation on the U of A. Many of you are saying this is a direct result of the UCP cuts. I'm here to tell you that there has been a disconnect in terms of truly supporting athletics that dates all the way prior to the time in which the NDP were the government in Alberta. Uh, so this is this has been a issue that has plagued the university for the last 15 plus years. They'll deny that, but trust me, I worked there. Uh, it's been going on for a while. All right, so uh, we have this situation. Uh, by the way, Canada, uh, Justin Trudeau opened up the options of uh, Edmonton, Vancouver, or Toronto being a host city, a, a hub city. I believe Toronto is the front runner. Uh, they've got the experience with the World Cups. Uh, I think we're looking at Toronto and Vegas, despite the spike in numbers for COVID in uh, Vegas. I'd like to get your thoughts on that right now, Brian. Where do you think we are? Uh, I do agree with you on Toronto. They do have the history. Uh, you, know, you can't forget that the players have a lot more say in this than people maybe think. They certainly should have a say in it. I think they're inflicting their will. And Vegas was a spot that when I spoke to players, uh, overwhelmingly they wanted to go there. I said the same thing to every single one of them. Are you sure? It's 100 degrees there. It's, you know, it's a great environment to go to. It can be entertaining. And yet I'm not sure this is the right time to be thinking about that. But uh, we're seeing it in the NBA. Guys want to know what they're going to do in their free time. And that's real. We have to respect it. But um, Vegas would not have been my first choice. Toronto would be a fine choice. I know there's not going to be fans in the building, but I still, you know, I want to see it somewhere where it's not the desert, so it's not so hot at that time of year, number one. And then number two, you know, somewhere that has a longstanding history with the National Hockey League. That's why I say Toronto I think would be excellent. Vancouver, quite frankly, would have been excellent. And I still have been a fan for maybe different reasons, more looking at it from a hockey perspective, a coach's perspective or a GM's perspective, where these guys are going to come in and do a job and be dialed in. And I just felt like Edmonton could have provided everything for them to do that without maybe some of the hustle and bustle in the background. Well, we're still, I mean, we're told all 10 uh, cities that want to be hub cities are still in at this time. How much sway... Does the NHLPA, Brian, have in this situation? And you, of course, you know, as an agent for a number of years, you know, you would have been working with the leadership at that time with the NHLPA in the days of Bob Goodnell. Uh, specifically, were you there when Don Fear was heading up the PA as well? I'm just trying to think. Uh, probably uh, not. I, I know I've met with Don a number of times. Um, you know, Don is is... You know, I was there when Bob Goodenow was there. I was always a player rep. I negotiated for the players in 92, very involved. I saw incredible things from incredible people, some of them that aren't with us anymore. I talk about Brad Crimmon once in a while because he was such an all-in selfless person at those times. But, um, you know, Donald Ferris come in, and I just don't think he has as close a relationship as maybe some of the other guys I've had in the past personally with the players. And uh, But with that said, I do think that the NHL is more 
uh, open and receptive and understanding since they've gone to a salary cap world that it is more of a partnership wasn't always that feel but it certainly is that way now and i think the players have a lot of say in where they end up playing as they should because you're not going to be able to have this without their acceptance that's just the way it is so all right brian we appreciate your time we'll hook up next week okay sounds good thanks very much bob you bet. That's Brian Lawton from the NHL Network. I'm going to read to you uh, something here that uh, has been set my way. Um, and it uh, regards, obviously, what's occurred today with uh, the University of Alberta cutting, uh, basically cutting their hockey, uh, hockey, basketball, and volleyball teams. Not cutting, but suspending for the season. Basically, it says, in April, uh, their staff was informed that the convergence of the global pandemic and cuts to the Campus Alberta Grant and the demand by the Alberta government that universities balance their budgets and reduce expenditures in year had produced a worst-case scenario. And um, the uh, information that I received saying it's brought most of our diverse revenue streams to a complete halt. And so... uh, significantly cutting funding so from the university's perspective what they're saying is that you know the ucp put in these cuts and combined with the pandemic that has resulted in the decision uh to they'd already made the decision last week to eliminate the fall season sports so that would be football rugby the soccers uh and now today we're receiving word that uh toot finney uh somebody has texted me to say uh regarding uh hockey volleyball and basketball what's interesting is some of the smaller sports uh wrestling and track and field i'm led at this stage because they're individual sport weekends there's a possibility those could still uh continue and lots of you have chimed in on this and many of you have taken issue that uh... another day is here and you're ready for it what to wear check breakfast lunch and dinner check planning for what's next and how to save for it that's where bank of america can help for your financial to-dos bank of america has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. PlushCare is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Uh, well, you've taken issue with a couple things that I've said, so we'll get to those texts when we come back. It's 1251 in Edmonton. Hi, this is Ryan Nugent Hopkins from your Edmonton Oilers, and you're listening to Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer on 630 Ched. Ryan Lawton was our Oilers Now headliner, brought to you by Touchback Safety. When it's time for safety training, trust the experts at touchbacksafety.com. Your safety is their goal. One of uh, Ryan Nugent Hopkins' best friends was Brett Ferguson. 
who uh, when Nuge came to Edmonton, Brett Ferguson finished up his 20-year-old year. He came to Edmonton to play for the Alberta Golden Bears, won two national championships. The Bears hockey team this year will not have a chance to play for national hockey ch- uh, championship. Um, a decision made on June the 17th about the possible start of a season in January has already uh, come and uh, the 2021 athletic season for hockey, uh, volleyball and basketball has been suspended. Uh, The perspective that is being put forward from the university is that it is in large part due to uh, financial cuts that have been pushed uh, by the provincial uh, government. the U of A Athletics has just put out a story right now. Uh, several of you have chimed in on this, and um, I mentioned that there was a significant drop-off in corporate uh, donations at the university. It made it a lot more challenging uh, for the people that are in that procurement area following Dave Suzuki's uh, honorary degree. You know, we have a, a lot of situations where people do things and there is a response to it. And uh, and Andrea has texted the show to say, Bob, if those corporate sponsors pulled out due to Suzuki, as you suggest, then those corporate sponsors weren't in it for the right e- or, or reasons, i.e. to support our student-athletes. Well, I'm not saying it was just for the student-athletes. What I'm saying is that corporate uh, donations went down across the university as a result of that. I don't know. Maybe it was 20%. Maybe it was 30%. Only the university knows. What I will tell you is for several years, uh, despite the fact that there was a uh, defined fees and uh, services that went to the respective programs, um, I I think at times there's been a political will to just sort of well we you know we need to focus on putting our money from the university coffers into other areas other than uh, supporting student athletes and you know what many of you listening to the show might be Oilers fans and think that well that makes sense like maybe we shouldn't have I had this conversation actually with my wife a couple of days ago and said I'm concerned you know the residual look. In the case of the National Hockey League, it might take three or four years to rebuild uh, the NHL to get it back to a $5 billion a year business. But there's going to be residual effects at other levels. Um, Bob, your take is 100% correct. The university is taking the easy way out instead of looking at tougher choices, i.e. overpaid tenured professors. Well, I, I can tell you uh, they have a great union. Uh, I was non-academic staff association, NASA, when I worked at the U of A, but the, that ASA staff, uh, they are that's one of the strongest unions in the province of Alberta, uh, and they're not going to choose athletics over tenured profs in other faculties. There's there's no way. Here's the final thing. I, 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 there's a bunch of others of you that have taken time to text from, a, from multiple different perspectives. I'll leave you with this. Uh, Indira came in as the president in about 2006. In 2007, when I was doing Total Sports on, on the other station, I was still the SID and had to become the marketing guy for the U of A uh, for athletics that year because our marketing person quit. We held a brunch for all of our key sponsors, and Indira came to speak at the brunch. The Golden Bears had just won back-to-back national championships in men's hockey, okay? Number one team the entire season. And she started talking about, you know, wow, hockey. And my son got into hockey. And we just love hockey. And we're thinking she's going to talk about the U of A. And she talked about the Oilers 2006 Stanley Cup playoff run. Never mentioned the Golden Bears once. And one of my key corporate uh, clients came up to me and said, 
That tells you everything you need to know right there. And it kind of does. You know, like take pride in what you have there. And I, I just, I'm not convinced it truly exists. And I do think there's been a residual effect over the last several years. And the end result is they're in the position that they're in right now. It's sad. That's all there is to it. Off to a global news weather traffic update with Kerry McCarthy. We'll be back with David Staples. Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer, Weekdays at noon on Oilers Radio, 630 Chad.